Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Hey friends, and welcome to the Aloha Friday edition of the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm Monica Swanson, and this is episode number 17. So I hope you're enjoying these new Friday podcasts where I keep it short and sweet, and I hope to offer you some encouragement and inspiration for heading into your weekend as a family, connecting points, activities you might do, things that can help build relationships in the family, either over the weekend or in any of the days to come. So today I've got a topic on my mind I'm so excited to talk about, and after I cover that, I'm going to cover one more quick. Q&A at the end. The Q&A is about boys and reading, trying to help our boys become more motivated to read. And I have a fun answer. I'm actually sharing something someone else taught me. So hang on to the end to catch that Q&A. But first, I've got back to school on my mind, and I'm guessing a lot of you do too. So I know here in Hawaii, schools start up in August, usually pretty early August, but at least by now, kids on the mainland and I think most places in the world are back to school. And so I've been thinking about um, how we can best prepare our kids for a great school year ahead. And and I think probably the last two podcast episodes have been on my mind where Amber Leah and I talked on Tuesday about um, boys and learning and discovering passions. Hopefully you can catch that if you've missed it. It was episode number 16. And then last Friday, I had my son Jonah on for our second ever Aloha Friday episode. And Jonah and I talked about the character quality of perseverance. Jonah was sharing some of his more recent examples of where he's needed to persevere, both in studying for the SAT test and in a job that he's been in for a year that has required some real character, um, especially the character of perseverance. And so I was really encouraged and inspired by both of those conversations. And Jonah and I have continued to talk about this. And one thing that Jonah shared with me really inspired me. Jonah was telling me about how as he studied for his SAT test, one thing he did, somewhere it was recommended to him, he would go over every question he got wrong on previous tests, whether they were sample tests and practice tests or the real test, he would get his results and he would go over every problem he got wrong and he would hand write out 
where he went wrong in that problem and what he could do different next time. So he would literally write out for a math problem, you know, on this problem, I miscalculated or I was in a hurry. I did something sloppy or I misunderstood what they were asking for. And next time I will da 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 da. And so he would go through and not just notice where he went wrong, but actually write out what he could do different. And I just think that's so admirable because we always learn things better when we talk through what we could have done different and how we would change it. And this topic has really been on my mind. In fact, this is a topic I talk about in Boy Mom in chapter nine, the, um, the chapter where I talk about boys and learning, and I talk about the topic of a growth mindset. Now, a growth mindset is something I just think is really fascinating. I think it's simple enough for a kid to understand, but it's also life-changing if we really can get a grasp on it. And in the chapter, I talk about some research that was done by a woman named Carol Dweck. Now, Carol Dweck is a Stanford University psychologist, and she wrote the book called Mindset. And I love the book. I got a lot out of it, and I thought it was super practical both for our students and for us as adults. It absolutely applies. But what Carol Dweck explains is the two different mindsets. One she refers to as a fixed mindset, and she says this is where a person believes they've been given a certain amount of intelligence, personality, gifts, or talents. And so that's kind of like I am who I am. And you've probably heard your kids say something like, you know, I'm just not good at math or saying, you know, I'm just dumb. I'm not smart. I'll never like this or be good at that. And if we're honest, we probably remember saying some similar things ourselves, whether as students or as adults. But Dweck contrasts this with a growth mindset. And a growth mindset is where we have the belief that our basic qualities are things we can cultivate through efforts. So that would be saying, I can become good at math. I will work until I improve in this area. I have the capacity to become a better student. I'm, I'm going to get smarter as I work harder. So you can see the obvious difference there. And I think all of us would say, well, of course, this is pretty obvious that we want a growth mindset. But I think even, like I said, as adults, we catch ourselves saying, I know I say things like, oh, I'm just not organized. I'm not good at administrative stuff. Rather than saying, well, I'm becoming more organized. I can get better at administrative things. So there's just that slight shift that makes a world of difference. But what I love is that Carol Dweck suggests talking to our kids in a way that will foster and encourage them to have a growth mindset. And so she talks about things like um, asking children questions like, what did you learn today? What mistakes did you make that taught you something? And I love how she approaches this um, using yourself as an example. She says, you can talk about skills you had today that you didn't have before. And you can dramatize mistakes you make that held the key to the solution, telling your own stories like a mystery. I love that. Then she says, children will then become more eager to tell their own stories. And then we can, as parents, respond by saying, oh my goodness, you certainly did get smarter today. I just love that because it reminds me how powerful my own conversations are and the stories that I tell and how I actually can give my kids examples of something I did where I was challenged, but I overcame that challenge and how whether we realize it or not, our kids are taking mental notes and they are very likely to begin to mirror what we're saying. Even as little kids, they're going to start using language of growth mindset and hopefully adopting a growth mindset. So I just love that. And I thought about the school year ahead and how 
it would be great for families to maybe gather this weekend and just talk about some of your kids' goals, some of the things they look forward to, maybe some things that they're anxious or a little nervous about. And just a reminder, if you have anxious children, be sure to go back and find the episode where I had Christy Thomas on talking about um, emotionally healthy kids because we really focused on kids and anxiety. But if you gather around and talk about the school year ahead, maybe set some goals. You know, what are your goals with your grades? How do you want to relate to your teacher? Do you want to, you know, accomplish anything, move to the next level in something? And then possibly look back at last year. Maybe take some time to talk about some of the things that challenged your kids last year. What was hard last year? And then what can you do to overcome that in the upcoming year? I think these conversations can be so powerful, especially for older kids that are able to think through that. But even elementary age kids, I believe, can share something that was hard for them last year. And then you can help them strategize for how they can improve things in the year ahead. Guys, this is also just an awesome time to gather as a family and pray for your kids. Pray for the things on their mind. Pray for their goals. Maybe have them commit a verse to memory that would be their verse for this school year, like Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, or just a simple verse that they can you can remind them of, they can tuck away, and um, just commit everything in prayer. That would be a really good way to wrap up this little time together. And then if you do get to spend this time with your family, I'd love to hear how it goes. I'd love to hear how the conversations go. So you can always leave me a comment over at my show notes, which are at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. And of course, you'll also find links to anything I mentioned here, books or resources. Anything I mentioned is always going to be over there. So leave me a comment. Let me know how it goes this weekend. And I hope you have a great time. All right, guys, so now we're going to move into a quick Q&A, and this is a fun one. Um, This is actually a question I get a lot, and I like it because I want to encourage you to not stress out on this topic. So I have gotten a few emails, but recently, especially since talking about education on Tuesday, I had an email from someone saying, my son, elementary age son, just isn't interested in reading. He loves to be read to. He would listen to read-alouds all day long, but he doesn't want to read, and um First of all, I think when it comes to boys and reading, this is pretty typical. And I think it takes um, every kid is going to be interested in reading and begin to read even at different ages. But if you are reading aloud to your son, you are doing him the best favor. I mean, that's such a gift and such an important thing. So keep doing that as long as he'll listen and as long as you can stay awake. If you're like me, keep reading to your son. But I thought I would share a fun piece of advice that I got from a man named Andrew Poudois. Now, if you're a homeschooler, you probably know the name Andrew Poudois. Andrew is the director of the Institute for Excellence in Writing, IEW. My kids have taken his um, writing courses, and Andrew also travels around. He speaks. He puts on conferences and teaches training on writing. Um, But he has a podcast that is called the Arts of Language Podcast, and um, it's really good. You should definitely check that one out. But while I was writing Boy Mom, I was invited to be on Andrew Poudois' Art of Language Podcast, so that was really fun. And um, we flipped the mic for a little bit, and I was able to ask him some questions specifically on boys and motivation boys to read. And so this was the tip that Andrew gave me and that I've been using with my son. So he said, first of all, you got to get your boys good books. Boys will be a lot more likely to read if they're reading about things that interest them, adventures, action. Um, Look for books that have some subject matter that your son would be interested in. So that's the first one. And I do have a list in Boy Mom of books for different 
ages of boys. So hopefully you can find that and um, track down some of those books. But the other thing he said was to read aloud to your son and get to a part that's really exciting and then suddenly have to set the book down and get busy doing something else and tell your son, oh, I'm so sorry. I have to stop here, but I'll mark the page and then I have to go do something else. And now maybe not the first time, but if you do this enough, eventually your son's going to see that book sitting there with a page marked or maybe left open and he's going to just need to know what happens next and he's going to grab that book and keep reading. And I actually had this happen just this week. I've been reading actually the first book in the Hardy Boys series to Levi. A friend gave me the entire series and some of my boys have read a few Hardy Boys books. So I was like, let's try, let's check this out. And I think Levi's kind of gotten into it and we're having fun reading it. And then one night, um, right at the place where Chet's jalopy was stolen and the boys were onto this mystery, I was like, buddy, I have so much to do. I got to say goodnight, but we'll pick it up again tomorrow. And I marked the page and set it by his bedside. And then the next night I come out, I'm like, okay, where were we? And Hardy Boys. And he's like, oh, well, I kind of read a few pages. It's like, no way, you can't do that. But of course, inside, I'm like, yes, this is so good. And so he's done that a couple of times now. And I have a feeling one of these nights, he's just going to finish that book. But that is so much fun. So try taking advantage of that advice and reading aloud and then stopping at a key moment, setting the book down and see if your son might take a little bit more interest in reading. So I hope that is a piece of advice you can put to use. I'm also a believer in rewarding your boys for reading, maybe having a sticker chart or some kind of a reward system set up. You can bribe them with a pack of gum if they're like my boys in that way. But there's many ways to motivate a boy, so don't be afraid. Just like Amber and I talked about, nothing wrong with bribing kids when it comes to schoolwork. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. I do hope that today's episode gave you some inspiration for your weekend ahead. As you might gather with your kids, talk about the school year, talk about last school year, talk about the summer maybe. Just have those conversations that will um, inspire them to have a growth mindset and to have a great year ahead. Now, um, next Tuesday is an episode that you are not going to want to miss. I'm finally getting to the chapter of Boy Mom where we talk about boys, relationships, and dating. And I think you're going to enjoy the conversation. I've already recorded an interview and it's a good one so come back for that and the best way to never miss an episode is to subscribe so wherever you're listening to this podcast I hope you will subscribe so that you get notified as soon as I publish new podcast episodes so thanks for that and again thank you over and over for the ratings and reviews if you haven't left one yet this is a great time to hop over leave some stars leave a few words I read everyone and it means so much to me so hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead guys and until next time aloha